1: It was seldom that J.C. Travis, president of Consolidated Gold Mines, left the comforts of New York to visit his holdings in the West, but a summer night in 1876 found him pacing the floor of his company's office in Lodeville. Although three men were with him, he seemed less interested in their presence than in a big clock that ticked on the wall. Travis' companions, seated at a table, watched his movements in uneasy silence. Then as the clock started to strike the hour, he halted and faced them. Midnight.
2: He's late.
3: How's that, Mr. Travis? Is somebody else supposed to show up?
2: Yes, Sheriff Brady. I'm expecting John Masters.
3: You mean that private detective I've heard tell so much about?
2: That's the man. He promised to make a report tonight. That's why I called this meeting.
4: Now, look here, Travis. You didn't say anything about bringing a detective along with you from the East. I
2: didn't bring him, Colonel Yardley. He's been here for weeks. Well, as vice president in charge of operations, I should have been advised. Masters has been working for me alone, working in his own way.
4: To smash the Black Hundred gang, I suppose.
2: Of course. It's high time somebody did something to break up that criminal combination.
3: I've done my best as sheriff, Mr. Travis. But I can't work like this masters fella.
2: This Black Hundred gang, as you call it, has been extorting five thousand dollars a week from our mine here. Now they want ten. Ten thousand dollars? Just ask Greg there. They made the demand on him as mine superintendent. That's right. And I know what it means if we have to pay bankruptcy.
3: I've got my life savings tied up in consolidated stock.
2: I'm in deep with the news, Sheriff. So is Greg. Gentlemen, that stock won't be worth the printer's ink on the paper if we go on paying tribute to the Black Hundred. I'll be ruined. Colonel Yardley, it doesn't appear that you've done anything to protect your investment. You're wrong, Travis. I've organized a vigilance committee.
3: And all they've done is capture a couple of petty crooks who couldn't any more get into the Black Hundred than I could.
2: Explain yourself, Sheriff.
3: The Black Hundred isn't any ordinary gang of owl hoots. It's kind of like a lodge, if you can savvy that.
2: Well, I've heard of secret societies of criminals.
3: There's supposed to be a hundred outlaws in the gang, and each one has a number. The big boss is number one. you on? Now, uh, this is hearsay, but as I get it, Nobody can join the gang unless he's proved himself to be a killer. Then he has to cross blood. Cross blood? That's an old prison trick, Mr. Travis. I've seen the convicts do it. Instead of swearing an oath of allegiance, they mix a couple of drops of blood. That
2: sounds fantastic.
3: Maybe so. But it seems to be binding with fellows who wouldn't keep their word otherwise.
2: So they're all loyal to number
3: one. works out that way. Number one, don't take any chances. He doesn't let anybody in his outfit know who he is. How is that possible? Well, when the gang gets together, everyone wears a mask, the same as the vigilantes do. Where do these hooligans meet? <laughs> right under our feet, in the old mine shafts that run under the streets of this town. The gang's got some secret way of getting
2: in. Hmm. I've got a question for you, gray. Greg? How have you been paying over the blackmail money? I uh, just it down one of the old vertical shafts that hasn't been sealed. Suppose we stationed a posse there. We tried that.
1: Nobody came after the money, and the next day we had an explosion in the new mine. It was just what the gang had threatened. Everything depends
2: on masters. I sure hope your special detective can do something. What's that? Oh, some drunken miner, I suppose. <laughs> Wait!
3: Somebody's been hurt. He's trying to get in. How no easy? Chance I'll handle this. Maybe a trick. I'll cover you, Sheriff. Open the door. Hey, Walter the... It's
2: Masters, I'm shot. Get Travis. Tell Travis. Catch him! No. He's falling. Masters, it's me, Travis. What do you want to tell me?
3: It's no use, Mister Travis. He's got to talk. He's our only hope. Then there isn't any hope. He's dead.
1: Several weeks later, the Lone Ranger and Tonto turned their horses
4: into the last stretch of the trail that led to Lodeville. Oh, sir, oh, horse, well, Tonto, there it is. Down when the Black Hundred murdered our friend, John Masters. Ah, me see. But be not savvy how you get letter from dead man. I gave him the address of a mail drop... to which he could reach me if he needed help. Oh. When he found he was likely to be murdered in Lodeville... ...he wrote to us and left the letter with his landlady... ...instructing her to mail it only in event of his death. The fact that the letter was mailed tells the rest of the story. Oh, what we do in Lodeville... There's only one way of breaking up an organization like the Black Hundred. I've got to join it. But Master's letter make that sound plenty hard. Him say only killer get into gang, become blood brother and leader. Uh, I have a plan that'll make the gang want me to join. Oh. Yes. As a first step, you'll become the Lone Ranger, wearing my clothes and mask and riding silver. Me, (laughs) Kimisabi? I thought that would surprise you. Well, uh, what what you do? I'll dress as a tin horn gambler, wearing the outfit we picked up before we started. And that outfit not fool smart, man. That's part of the plan. Uh, me not savvy. You will, because tomorrow night in front of the gold nugget, you're going to help me murder myself.
1: Biff Harris, proprietor of the Gold Nugget Cafe, stood at the end of his bar, his hard eyes fixed on a poker table in the far corner of the crowded room. As he stared, a heavily armed man with a wolfish face and white, well-muscled hands of a professional killer edged up to his elbow. The gun slick spoke without moving his lips.
4: I got some news. Maybe you ought to pass along the number one. Let's have it, Colonel Yardley has posted a bunch of vigilantes in the corral up the street. They're ready to ride at the drop of a hat. Colonel Yardley. <laughs> Got that title, killing Indian squaws and kids. I know he isn't dangerous. But I still think number one ought to let us hang him on his own cottonwood. Anything else, Ace? Yeah. The masked man's hiding out up at the old powder house on the ridge... Wears a white hat and rides a big white stallion. There must be some road agent on the Dodge.
0: Look him over. Sure will.
4: There. Just what are you looking at? See that big fella in the flashy get up over there? Yeah? Trying to pass himself off as a gambler. He's worse poker than a sheep herder. Say, Biff, he must be another private snoop like Master. Figure anybody else trying a dumb trick like that? He's my meat. You can take him, Do the job outside, but steer clear of the vigilantes. Look, he's quitting the game. He's heading his way. What luck, stranger. Oh, I guess poker isn't my game. So I notice. (laughs) It's not smart to overplay your hand. I'll be back. Let him get through the bat wings before you start after him. He's through. All right, go after him. Put one in his gizzard for me, Ace. Bartender, the drinks around the house. Well, hey,
3: that's right. he shot? Shooting. shooting. Yeah. Like,
4: what happened, Ace? You? you didn't gun him down out there, did you? Somebody beat me to it. What do you mean? It was that fellow I told you about, the one in the mask. He rides up, mows down that fake gambler, and then goes galloping over the fellow's carcass. Why the ordinary coyote. He must have been laying for that detective. But why'd he bother to carry off the corpse? Probably wants a searcher to keep it from being identified. Hey, smart work, I say. Now what? Come on, diff let's go see. Vigilante. They're out to get the mask, <laughs>
1: Silver easily outdistanced the vigilantes despite the fact that he carried both the Lone Ranger, disguised as a gambler, and Tonto wearing the Lone Ranger's clothes. The powerful stallion was brought to a halt near the old powder house where Scout had been left.
4: Close ho, ho, easy oh,
2: What we do now, Kim Get
4: out of my clothes, Tonto, and into your own. While I strip off this gambler's oh, getup. You
2: do that pretty quick.
4: Take this fancy mustache and give me my mask. I wear it over the rest of my disguise. And what me do after we change clothes? Add right into Lodeville and keep an eye on the gold nugget. huh. I expect some of the black hundred to be coming this way soon, so stay off the trail. almost ready now. Take that gambler's outfit and get rid of it. Uh, somebody coming now. How do you send? Get going. Uh-huh. Get him up, Scout.
1: Lone Ranger finished dressing while the oncoming horsemen drew near. In the moonlight, he could see that they were masked. He thought they were members of the outlaw gang, but he was wrong. They were the vigilantes. There he is!
4: Keep him covered. One move and we'll riddle you. Has his hands behind his back. I'm doing that. You men belong to the Black Hundred. He Why? thinks
3: we're some of his own bunch because we're mad. <laughs> no wonder he let us ride right up on him.
4: <laughs> we're vigilantes. Vigilantes? Right. We aim to hang you from that tree over yonder. Who's the head of the vigilance committee? Colonel Yardley, but he's not here. Oh, man, you're making a mistake. You can't prove a murder has been committed. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> it now. Everybody saw you gun down that gambling agent. Where's the body? You ditched it along the trail. We'll find it tomorrow. I'm taking your mask off, i There. Yeah. Anybody ever seen his face before? Yeah, I don't know him. I never saw him before. He don't belong around here. Now, listen to me. That gunplay in front of the gold nugget was all a hoax. I'm actually the man you saw fall. <laughs> you hear that, fellas? He murdered
3: himself. <laughs> well, let's get it over with. Get over to that tree. I got a rope already. I'll bring it along. Get going, Mister. Walk to that hangman's tree, or we'll carry you.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. To continue our story. In accordance with his plan to join the criminal band known as the Black Hundred, the Lone Ranger assumed the role of a murderer. As such, he was captured by the Vigilantes. They were leading him toward a tree, intending to hang him. Then the vigilantes heard hoof beats. It's
3: the Black Hundred! We're outnumbered. We've got to Get get out of here. Come on.
1: The vigilantes quickly abandoned their plan to hang the Lone Ranger and ran for their lives as the masked members of the Black Hundred charged upon them. In a moment, the Lone Ranger was surrounded by the outlaws. Let
4: those vigilantes go. We don't want them. Well, you men saved my life. Now if you just untie yes, my hand sir, right away sure a cool customer. Those critters aim to hang you, huh? Yes. It's a good thing we come when we did. <laughs> uh, why did you come? We need hombres like you and the Black Hundred. I've heard of the Black Hundred. Yeah, well, our hoos have, but there's mighty few get to join. You showed you had what it takes when you gunned that detective and saved us the job. Oh, i hey, savvy. You followed the vigilantes. Yes, sir. Now we're taking you back to town and into the gang. But uh, you don't know me. I don't care who you are or why you shot that spy. Your name don't mean anything. Because from now on, you'll be your number. Nobody's using number six right now. So it's yours.
1: Several hours later the Lone Ranger and Biff Harris entered the dark maw of a lateral shaft linking the rear room of the Gold Nugget Café with the netherworld of the Black Hundred. Behind them, a cleverly concealed door slid shut. Harris played the beam of a miner's lamp over the walls of the tunnel. As the two men penetrated deeper into the labyrinth, The air grew damp and foul. A moment later, they came out into a vast chamber formed by the intersection of many laterals. The place was lighted by scores of miners' lamps, bringing into bold relief the masked faces of the men who lined the walls. Harris motioned to the lone ranger and they halted, just as a cloaked and hooded figure stepped out into the center of the assemblage.
4: That's number one. He's going to say something. I see now there are new members here. Number two, bring it forward. Number one knows all about you. So you're the Lobo who flashed his fangs in Lodevelder line, huh? That was good work. You won't regret it. I never regret what I do. Then we'll get on with the ritual. Give me your right hand, Number Six. Ringed by menacing
1: gun barrels, the Lone Ranger extended his hand, thumb upturned. The mysterious leader of the criminal conclave pulled a pin from the folds of his robe and made a quick thrust. Number Six,
4: I've drawn your blood. You will now draw mine. Take the pin. Here's my hand. That's right. Now press your thumb against mine. One and
0: ninety-nine.
4: Number six. You have now crossed blood with number one. You are confirmed in the Brotherhood of the Black Hundred. Are you ready to use your guns again? I'm always ready, number one. There's one man in Lodeville who knows too much about us. He isn't dangerous himself, but we can't have him giving information to private detectives. I understand. I'll give you just 24 hours in which to get rid of him. You'll report back when we meet tomorrow night. Give me his name, tell me where to find him. He won't be hard to find. He's Sheriff Brady.
1: Sheriff Brady was alone in his jail office. Boot heels clicked on the floor behind him. He whirled and saw framed against the open window a figure which had become a tradition among the lawmen of the West. The white hat, the black mask, the gleaming bullets in the gun belt could mean but one thing.
3: You, you're him, the man with the silver bullets. You've come to help us fight the Black Hundred.
4: I'm glad you realize who I am, Sheriff Brady. It saves time when time is short. There's much to be done.
3: Mister, if I'd known what to do, I'd have done it long ago.
4: The Black Hundred... As you marked for death, Sheriff.
3: Me? How do you know that?
4: I just came from the gang's hideout, under orders to kill you.
3: You mean that you got into the outfit?
4: I crossed blood with number one, less than an hour ago. Now, with your help, I can bring in the whole gang.
3: Well, I'm a mite old, and I don't know how to fight crooks who won't come out in the open... But you can count on me. I don't scare easy.
4: I believe you, Sheriff.
3: I know those snakes den up in the old diggings, but how can anybody get at them?
4: They use a secret door in the rear of the gold nugget to get in and out.
3: The gold nugget?
4: Yes. And tomorrow night they meet again. We can trap them by storming the cafe and getting command of the tunnel entrance.
3: I'll deputize every trustworthy man in town. We'll keep them holed up until they starve or surrender. Say... Maybe they've got another way out.
4: Yes, there is another way of escape. But only Number One knows how to find it.
3: How are we going to stop Number One from being there? Nobody knows who he is, unless it's you.
4: I can't identify him now. But it's certain that he's a prominent official connected with the Consolidated Mines. I got that from Master's letter, along with some other information about their ritual.
3: Uh, I see.
4: I want you to get Travis to call a conference of his company officials and mine bosses tomorrow night. Have him pretend that he has an important announcement to make about the future of the mines.
3: That ought to keep number one away from the old diggings, but it'll keep him clear of the law, too.
4: Only until I meet him again.
3: If you can't identify him now, how can you do it later?
4: Strange things can happen when a crook crosses blood with an honest man, Sheriff. Assemble all the men you can trust. Tomorrow night we'll go after the Black Hundred.
1: Only trusted men were deputized and instructed by the sheriff. At night they assembled to follow the Lone Ranger.
3: Now, I remember, boys. We stormed the cafe, then into the tunnel entrance. All right,
0: all right. Sure. Come on, all right. come on,
1: Fighting lawmen rushed the cafe. Head
0: back against the wall! There was little
1: resistance. Those in the cafe were quick to surrender to the determined aggressors led by the
3: Lone Ranger. I'll be a line up against our wall. We are the to that tunnel. I'll show
4: you, Sheriff. Are you sure the Black Hundred will be down below? Yes.
3: They'll cut us down like flies if we go through the tunnel?
4: No, they won't. We're going to take them without firing a shot.
1: Later the same night, J.C. Travis, president of the Consolidated Mines, again paced the floor of his office. Crowded into the room were the company's key men. All showed signs of strain, and finally the superintendent became
2: impatient. We've been waiting two hours, Mr. Travis. What are we waiting for? I'm expecting a report. You'll have to be patient till it comes. Have you hired another private detective? No, Yardley. Tonight's report will come from the sheriff. Well, Here he is now. Sheriff Freddy, what's been keeping you?
3: I had some business.
2: You've kept us waiting.
3: The business was important, Mr. Travis. We've just smashed the Black Hundred. What? Every man, Jack, and the gang, except number one, is a prisoner. How did you do it, Sheriff? Well, those Black Hundred vomits had a way of getting into the old diggings from the cafe. When we raided the gold nugget, they were back in the mine waiting for number one.
2: But how did you manage to hunt them down in a place like that? We
3: didn't have to hunt them, Mr. Travis. We just rolled a barrel of blasting powder into the mouth of the tunnel, sent them word to come out and give up or stay in forever. You'd be surprised how quick those tough hombres came out.
4: That's That's remarkable. Why didn't you call on me for help, Sheriff? Sheriff. I should have been there with my vigilantes.
3: Well, now, Colonel Yardley, I had to put up with your lynch mobs when things were out of control. But from now on, there won't be any vigilance committee in Lodeville.
4: Well, you aren't out of the woods yet, Sheriff. Not with number one
3: still at large. How did he escape you? Oh, he hasn't really escaped, Mr. Travis. You see, I have something here that will identify him. It's a little gold trinket. It's part of a watch fob. Now pass it around and see if any of you recognize it.
2: Mm. I never saw it before. How about you, Greg? Mm, let me see it. Ah, new to me. Pass it to Yardley.
4: Why, yes.
2: Let me see it. Hey, Yardley. What's
4: the matter with your thumb? Hmm? Why, I don't know. Swollen considerably. I don't know.
3: Well, give me that trinket. We don't need it anymore. Hey, mister, come in here. Coming, Sheriff. Tell Yardley why
4: his thumb is swollen. Who's that masked man?
2: What's he doing here?
4: I'm here to identify number one. Last night, I crossed blood with the leader of the Black Hundred. During the ceremony, I switched pins... The pin that pricked the thumb of number one has dipped in poison. Poison? poison. Well, uh, help me, I'm poison. That's right, number one. That's why your thumb is swollen. Oh, Sheriff, who is this mass man? I'll tell you later, Travers. but take it from me, he's all right. I'm poison, I'm poisoned. Do something. So you admit you headed the Black Hundred. Uh, why did you try to break your own company? Uh, help me. Hawk. I wanted to be the sole owner. I wanted to buy up the stock for little or nothing. You were clever, Yardley. Your fake military title, your vigilante's. In the connection with the mining company made you a man above suspicion. Do something, help me! You scheming crook, you deserve to die. He will hang. But, but the poison. The poison was like poison uh, ivy. Uh, it's not fatal. Uh, your thumb will be all right in a few days. Why? He's your prisoner, Sheriff. Wait, come back here.
3: That mask man. Now, who in him? Now, just a minute, Gregg. I'll put the cuffs on Yardley.
4: <laughs> I'm licked.
2: I know I'm licked. Sheriff, yeah. we're indebted to that mask man.
3: Bring him back. He sure has a way of turning up unexpected and slipping away before he can be thanked. Doesn't he, Travis? But uh, who is he? Nobody can tell that, Mr. Travis. He's just called the Lone Ranger. I'm still there. I'm still there.